Welcome to the She is a Nourish Mom podcast, where we talk about all things self-care, motherhood, and faith for the Christian mom who wants to transition from worn out to winning as the mom and woman God called her to be. I'm your host, Dr. Latoya Wiggins, but please just call me Latoya. I just want to be your mommy friend and sister in Christ as I teach you how to no longer feel depleted, but how to develop healthy habits to be nourished, renewed, and rejuvenated with biblical principles that bring peace instead of self-pity. Now let's get nourished together. Hey, 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 ladies. Welcome to the She is a Nourish Mom podcast. Today's episode is all about giving yourself permission to say yes to you. So why is this important? Oftentimes, and probably the number one reason why you are not either practicing self-care, prioritizing self-care, not doing those things that will allow you to be healthy, happy, walking in your purpose is because you, yes, you have not given yourself permission to do so. It's not your spouse or your boyfriend, your children, your mom, dad, your employer, your employees, whoever. You are the number one reason you are not doing what you want to do. You're the number one reason why you're not walking in your calling. You're the number one reason why you're not taking great care of yourself because you have not given yourself permission to do so. Okay. Oftentimes, as moms, as women, we often put everyone before ourselves. We often feel like it's selfish to practice self-care. We feel like it's selfish to put ourselves first. And at times, some people can be selfish. But when you're trying to operate from a place of being able to give the best of yourself instead of that defeated, depleted part of you, self-care is essential. Self-care, we have to be nourishing ourselves mentally, physically, and spiritually. That's how women of God, that's how we are able to adequately serve. You can't just show up low on energy because you may forget to say something important. You may just be giving off bad energy. People don't even want to be around you. Like, whoo, look what just walked in the room. (laughs) And I'm talking to myself right now because I know when I'm not practicing good self-care, I can come off wrong to people unintentionally. You may feel like you're smiling (laughs) and you actually look grumpy, you know? You may want to play with your children or engage with your friends, engage with your coworkers, whoever, but you're giving them this low energy and you may not even realize it because you're not taking good care of yourself. You're running on fume. You're tired. You're just waiting to go home and take a nap. If you're a mom or a caregiver of some sort, that nap may not even happen, (laughs) right? (laughs) So we have to be sure that we are finding different ways to practice self-care. Self-care is not just about the massages and bubble baths. Those things are cool and all, but we have to find different ways to care for ourselves each and every day throughout the day. That could be simply waking up a few minutes earlier just to have that quiet time to yourself before the rest of the family gets up. It may be getting up Just having some quiet time with God to set the tone for the day. See what he wants you to focus on throughout the day. We have to be sure that we are nourishing ourselves with good, healthy foods. Those things not only affect the energy in our body, but it it affects the energy up here, right? Having that good mental capacity, mental energy to do what you need to do throughout the day, all right? So why are so many women, especially moms, not giving themselves permission to say yes to themselves? Oftentimes, it really comes from a place of feeling selfish or guilty 
you know, you feel like if you do that one little thing, you hear that one little thing <laughs> for yourself that you're actually taking away from somebody else. You feel like you are supposed to completely sacrifice yourself for somebody else. And that's not the case. As women of God, we are supposed to sacrifice ourselves for him, you know, our heavenly father, but we're sacrificing ourselves so that we can do kingdom work. And we cannot do kingdom work if we are depleted, defeated, sick in the hospital or worse, dead because we were not taking good care of ourselves. So it is time to get rid of the shame, get rid of the idea of selfishness, feelings of guilt. We have to start putting in good systems in place so that we can actually take time out to care for ourselves. Go after those things that make us healthy and happy. I'm not saying that self-care is going to completely prevent you from ever getting sick. You can be doing everything <laughs> you need to do. And next thing you know, you have the flu, COVID, or some other illness. But what we are supposed to do is do what we can do to prevent those things or put ourselves in the best shape that if we do get sick, our bodies are already in top-notch shape to fight these illnesses, right? Not you're unhealthy and it's going to really cause you a bigger struggle to get back into shape, get back to good health. I'm not saying that self-care is going to have you completely happy every single day. We're going to have some bad days. <laughs> That's life, right? But when you practice self-care, especially in the presence of God, living the way he wants you to live, taking good care of our temple, you can find ways to have peace and joy no matter what the situation is. And that's why self-care is so important. So also know that when you start saying yes to you, you will have to start saying no to other people or things that no longer serve your purpose. That's the part that we have a hard time doing. So I just want you to think about who are those people or things that you need to start saying no to. We are now giving ourselves permission to say yes to us. So that means we do have to give ourselves permission to say no to some things or people also. You may have to start saying no to that very busy schedule of yours that is filled with a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> some of those things may be things that you don't even want to do or you feel obligated to do. You know, you don't want to say no to somebody. It's time to clear that schedule and make space for those things that are more important. Those things that you are supposed to be doing right now to take care of yourself and live out your purpose, okay? Know that, and I'm talking to myself right now, sometimes when we move slow to act, we feel that we are purpose for something, that we should be doing something, but we're taking our precious time to do those things. That's disobedience to God. And disobedience to God is a sin. That's why we have to put those pep in our steps to do what we need to do. As moms, and this can apply to anyone also. Sometimes we don't know what we're supposed to be doing. Like you have no clue or maybe you have lost your identity doing these other things, being a mom, a wife or whoever else, all those different roles that we have. You may lose yourself where you have no clue. Like some of us know what we want to do. We just been a little slow getting to it or we're making excuses to wait later, wait till the kids are grown off to college and kindergarten, whatever. Sometimes we have these limiting beliefs that's keeping us back, you know, while my mom or my good girlfriend, they say I'm supposed to be doing X, Y, Z, or you may be comparing yourself to the next person. They making it look easy. What's wrong with me? We have to focus on what we are supposed to be doing and if it's aligning with the word of God. Okay. So stop making excuses. Stop having these beliefs that are limiting you. If they are not 
in scripture and really focus on what God wants us to do so we can walk in our calling as the moms and the women that he has created us to be. Sometimes we lose our identity. So some of us know what we want to do. And then some of us just completely, I have no clue. So if you have no clue <laughs> or you're struggling with knowing how to care for yourself in this season of your life, what you're supposed to be doing to walk in your calling, to walk in your purpose, take time out to talk to God. And again, this is connecting with your soul care piece of self-care. Spend that quiet time with him and ask him, connect with the Holy Spirit that is in you as a woman of God. What am I supposed to be doing? Give me some clarity. Give me a sign. What am I supposed to be doing? You simply have to ask him. And I'm not saying that he's going to give you the answer right away, but just sit quietly. And that's another part of self-care, our soul care. We need that quiet time because sometimes we are asking God for answers, but we're not sitting still long enough to receive those answers. Sometimes he's giving them to us, but we're not recognizing them because we're always on the move, being busy. So ask him and he will talk to you some kind of way. You may hear a word from your good girlfriend or even a complete stranger and it aligns with what you were asking God for, you know, those, those answers. You may open up your Bible and bam, the scripture that you read aligns with it. There's different ways that he gets assigned. There's different ways that he talks to us, okay? So that's something I want you to do if you are struggling with knowing what you're supposed to be doing and how to do it, okay? So I wanted to read two scriptures to you all. So when I was talking about disobedience, James chapter four, verse 17, it says, remember, it is a sin to know what you ought to do and then not do it. So women of God, I want all of us to get nourished together, stop stalling and start living in our purpose. And that begins with taking good care of ourselves. Again, the mental piece, the physical piece, and again, that spiritual piece. Okay. That spiritual piece, of course, trumps everything because from there, we will get clarity on how to care for ourselves in other ways. It's important for us to be in tip-top shape so we can go out and do kingdom work, whether that's in our homes, through motherhood, in our marriages, in our jobs, in our businesses, our ministries. We have to be honoring God. Everything that we do should be honoring God, giving glory to him, okay? So 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 through 20. It says, do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, who you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. OK, so again, that's why it's important for us to start giving permission to ourselves to take care of ourselves, whether you're a mom, a caregiver, a wife, whoever, we have to take good care of ourselves in order to give honor to the most high. All right. So I'm going to ask you all a few questions and you can find these questions in the Busy Christian Mom Self-Care Workbook. If you have not downloaded that, do that now. It will be in the show notes. So I'm going to pull up that workbook. If you have it, go ahead and grab it. So. I want you to turn to the page that says, say yes to you. We are giving ourselves permission to say yes to ourselves. And the first question I want you to meditate on is, I give myself permission to say yes to blank and no to blank. So remember we were talking about when we give ourselves permission to do certain activities, we will have to start 
giving ourselves permission to say no to some people or things that no longer serve our purpose. Those things that are holding us back from being the woman that we are created to be. So take some time out and reflect on these questions, okay? After you figure out what you want to give yourself permission to say yes to and what you want to give yourself permission to say no to, I want you to ask yourself, what is important about saying yes to you? Sometimes we don't say yes to ourselves because we're not really thinking about why it's so important. And, you know, I gave you all a few examples. So now I want you to make it personal to you and ask yourself, what is important about saying yes to blank? You need to ask yourself, what has been stopping you? So that's when you're looking at those barriers that are keeping you from practicing self-care, what those barriers that are keeping you from doing the things to make you healthy and happy, have more peace and joy in life. What has been stopping you? Is it the lack of finances? Is it those limiting beliefs, those excuses? Maybe you don't have a good support system. Maybe you're not asking for help or accepting help. Maybe you're not aligning yourself with like-minded, like-hearted individuals who will motivate you. Make sure you are doing what you said that you were going to do. <laughs> not the people you tell them what you want to do and they don't really care. You have those people that are getting on your nerves to make sure that you are staying accountable to your goals. Those are the people that we need, right? Maybe you're not getting enough rest and that's what's stopping you. You're too tired to do what we need to do, which is the whole reason why we need self-care in the first place. And then I want you to ask yourself, how will you feel when you start doing blank. So those things that you want to start giving yourself permission to do, how will you feel when you start doing blank? And I want you to use your senses to really think about these things. You can sit quietly and close your eyes. Think about what will you see? What will you hear? What will you smell? What will you taste? How will you feel when you start doing those things? And what does it look and feel like? Engage all of your senses. Then I want you to ask who else in your life might be affected positively or negatively if you got this outcome? And this question is usually the thing that we're worried about. If I start taking more time for me, some more quiet time for me, making myself more available to work out more or whatever the case may be, if I take this new job, set myself up on a different career path, it may affect me positively, but it might affect somebody else negatively. And we want to know what those negative things are. Would it be just somebody is upset with you because they look at you doing better for yourself and they feel like they're still in the struggle bus? <laughs> That's not our problem, right? But there could be some negative things that you may need to take into consideration. So that's why this question is important. Who else might be affected positively or negatively if you got this outcome? And then last but not least, I want to list two to three steps that you can take to start taking action towards making self-care a habit. So self-care is all about nourishing yourself mentally, physically, and spiritually. It's doing those things that brings you more joy and peace in life. Those things that make you feel rejuvenated and just pretty much, like I said, at peace each and every day. We're going to have some good days. We're going to have some bad days, but we have to know how to not stay in those down times for too long. We have to know how to reset and get back on the right track of living a healthy and happy life so we can 
do what we need to do for ourselves, do what we need to do for our children, do what we need to do for those other people who we are called to serve in whatever way that God has assigned us to do. So let's two to three steps that you can start taking action towards making self-care habit now. And those steps, I want you to make them very, very small. Sometimes we fail, we set ourselves up for failure because for example, one of my goals is to finally lose all of this baby weight. I can set this extreme goal to, like, I want to lose 15 pounds this month or within the next two months. And it may be doable, but if I'm struggling to get back on track to do what I need to do to actually not just be healthy, but actually start dropping those pounds, I need to start small, make sure I'm consistent first with the small goal before I start trying to tackle some really big goals. So what's something you can do? And I wrote down list two to three steps. If you just need to take the one step, the one step to put you in momentum, get the goals flowing. So for example, let's say you want to go back to school for whatever it is, a business career. Maybe this isn't the season of your life for you to go all in and like take a full caseload. I forgot what to call it. Just going to school full time, right? You may be unable to even take a few courses, but maybe you can start with one course. Maybe you can get the ball rolling just to do the research, right? Just do the research on what you need to do to get enrolled in school, what you need to do to take on this career path. So like I said, that first step could just be simply doing the research. So what's two to three steps? One, if you just need to start with one, they can start taking towards making self-care a habit. So I hope that these tips were helpful to you. We can't put everybody, including our kids, to hit ourselves and neglect ourselves because if we're not tip-top shape, we can't take care of our kids from the hospital bed, <laughs> the mental institution, or the grave. So we do have to make sure that all those things that we are doing to make sure we're taking care of those little ones and all those people we care for, we have to put ourselves on that same level, okay? So let's go ahead and close out in prayer. So, Father God, I pray that... All the women, whether they're moms, wives, just women of yours, whatever the different roles that you have blessed them to be in this current season of their life, I pray for every woman under the sound of my voice right now. I pray that she knows that you love her and that you want the best for her. I pray that if she is struggling with practicing self-care, if she is struggling with giving herself permission to take good care of herself, to walk in her calling, those things that you have called her to be, to be the woman that you have created her to be. I pray that you will give her clarity on those steps to start taking towards living as the woman you have created her to be. I pray that you will give her the steps, the vision, the clarity, the answer she is looking for. I ask this in Jesus' name. And I also pray that she starts this new year off on the right foot, just taking those steps to be a better, new, improved woman that is pleasing to you. I pray and ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So until next time, ladies, I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for tuning in to the She is the Nourish Mom podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and share with a mommy friend who needs to hear this message. Connect with me on social media at She is a Nourished Mom. And let me know your ahas and takeaways from this week's episode. Until next time, keep nourishing yourself, mama.